0: According to builders of these luxury bunkers, the buying frenzy began after Meta founder, Mark Zuckerberg announced that he was constructing a hundred million dollar bunker in Hawaii.
1: The kings of the earth, the powerful men, the rulers and the tyrants that are conquerors of nations, they're going to burrow their way into the hills, into the mountains and the caves, and they're going to literally do everything they can to hide from the wrath of the one that is coming.
2: Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Sean from SGT Report here. That was my dear friend and author, Nathan Reynolds. Are you ready for a powerful broadcast? Well, you've come to the right place. Before we start, guys, just a quick word about our sponsor. Have you guys taken a good look at the banks lately? On the surface, everything looks fine, but there's a whole lot more going on underneath. Debt is hitting a record high. It's really scary when you stop and think about it. Why risk your money for a tiny return when things are so shaky? This is where Noble Gold Investments can help. The money printing is never going to end. And Noble Gold Investments is like a friend who knows about keeping money safe, and they suggest gold and silver. Now keep in mind there's always a risk of investment, and there's no guarantee. But they do have a sweet deal, a free one-quarter ounce gold standard gold coin, this month if you qualify. If you're curious, just give them a call right now at 877-646-5347 and tell them SGT Report sent you. It's just a chat, no pressure, but they'll help you figure out if gold and silver are right for you. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com and take the first step toward a safer financial future. 877-646-5347. The link is below. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for tuning in. at Sean from sgtreport.com with my longtime friend now, I'd like to say, Nathan Reynolds. He's the author of snatchedfromtheflames.com. You can get the book by the same name from his website. We'll show that at the end of the interview. We have a lot to talk about today. Nathan, welcome back.
1: So good to be here, Sean. Really glad to be with you.
2: Glad to have you, my friend. So you know we're under attack by multiple vector points. Everybody knows it. Well, not maybe the normies, but my audience, your audience, they all realize that we're being hit by EMF radiation on a daily basis, 4G, 5G, man-made electric fields. We'll talk about that to some degree in this interview. But where I wanted to start is with the idea that uh, another vector point of the attacks is from the elite, of course, behind all of these nefarious programs, including our money supply, including social media. And two such names come to mind. Jacob Rothschild's death, the money master himself. Before I name the second name, your thoughts on the death of Lord Rothschild.
1: Man, I'll tell you, on one side, there's this deep desire that I have to rejoice. On the other side, I also, I mean, just to put it transparently, these are some of the people that have embodied some of the very machinations of evil. You and I did an episode even not too long ago where the very thumbnail that you chose with lord rothschild standing there with marina abramovich really one of the the high witches that's regarded amongst the elite in many ways right now and they're standing in front of the painting that's i believe at the metropolitan museum of lucifer summoning his legions Mm -hmm. and they would stand there at this invocation and these are some of the very people that have been the very agents of evil that have inflicted upon the masses the advancements of these agendas that have destroyed morality, that have destroyed families and eradicated from so many people their hope of a better future, the days of tomorrow. They've implemented the, the mechanisms of mind control to first cause a lot of short-term memory loss, a lot of memory loss. People are realizing that those days long gone of their past, the types of lives and experiences they have are dying off and are being put to death. And then there's kind of that second stage where people are learning helplessness, that there's just nothing they can do about it. And then they're learning apathy. They're just accepting apathy, that there's nothing they can do about their health and their wellness, and they just abandon themselves to go along with it. And this is some of the very architects of that agenda. because you know, they are the guardians of the Vatican's treasury in their own way. These red shields that are just masquerading as agents of change that are bringing about the infiltration of both political sectors, economic ones, religious, and, and, and just the military changes that I've seen. And I got to be in a part of these families where these types of, characters were exalted and exonerated as the god kings of the culture that we needed to to look to to be our rulers and our leaders and so when you see one of them the death of it it does it shakes up a lot of markets but on the other side of it this is this is what these people are reaping that what they've sown you know not only his death this year too but even queen elizabeth's last year there's there's massive changes that are happening with some of the players on the chessboard if you will and because of that there's some ripples of of power grabs that you'll see begin to take place, especially in the next six months and year.
2: Well, that's what I was thinking too, because it seems to me that uh, as the great awakening spreads globally, I think a tipping point is near, or maybe it has already been reached, but regardless it is really monumental and hugely symbolic to watch these people die and go meet their maker because they will, they'll meet their maker. I think they're also going to meet the one that they worship Lucifer. uh, And uh, I'm talking about people like Kissinger, Mm -hmm. Prince Philip, as you mentioned, Queen Elizabeth, and now Jacob Rothschild. Oh, and I have to tell you, I was amused to see the UK press refer to him as a financier who cared deeply about the arts. And I thought, yeah, he was a financier in the sense that he created fiat printing presses to enslave humanity. And the arts he cares about are like the art you just cited Lucifer summoning his legions and his buddy Marina Abramovic. And I guess all that Podesta pedophilic art that Tony and his brother are into, John Podesta, I think that's the same type of art that Rothschild really cared deeply about. These people are so morally bankrupt, but that doesn't even scratch the surface, does it? They're so much worse than morally bankrupt. And you've hit upon a
1: head too of of really how art is utilized as a means of money laundering, just to put it super transparently. Like in Arizona, one of the ways that that my family was procuring and, and disseminating out funds to cover up human organ trafficking and human child trafficking and sexual exploitation of children was through the purchase and the trafficking of art installations. And so they they were able to get art pieces appraised at exorbitant amounts and then have them insured. And then they would borrow against that as collateral and be able to take out loans as a means of being able to kind of wander the money through international borders and avoid a lot of the the levies and the taxes that were being done. But art is a huge component of how the elites transfer wealth around because they can take a painting that they call abstract, right? And it can be absolutely deplorable of having no real meaning to those that are not on the inside of the esoteric circles. And they're going to use that as a means to transfer wealth, but also to encode inside there. Like for them, it was storage drives. For other things, it was literally like specific vials of containment fluids that they were trafficking around as well. And so art is a component that you'll see some of these families have a super strong predilection towards. And that's because it's a major component of that, even like their parties that they would host where they were hosting these events that were, I mean – Bizarre to put it on one side of it, but incredibly perverse, like Eyes Wide Shut style. We've gone into a lot of episodes, you and I, in kind of de-enchanting a lot of the seemingly sexy side of what is a disgusting reality of what fuels the furnaces to these people and why they have such an obsession with these perversions but it's because they are truly bound up in these soul ties these covenants with these other deities that require them to execute and extract from mankind their life forces their the purity and the innocence that would otherwise be used for grandeur for true art for the creation of, of life and wellness that could be what we actually cultivated in our society instead of a society of poverty and slavery and despair and despondency that you see in Everything is being engineered in that direction, and that's why the longer that pressure is on us, the more you're going to see this this pushing towards, towards some to just quit and give up and give in, but then you see this resistance that's rising, and that's why I could not be more excited to be alive because as we see some of these major chess pieces fall off the board, what you're also seeing is people get invigorated with an idea that, you know what, sooner or later, these people are going to meet their maker. They they are going to suffer the judgment that's ascribed to them. That's why where it says in Proverbs 27, like, don't rejoice on the day of your enemy's death, lest Yahuwah would turn his wrath away from his enemies and think about you. It's like, so as much as we may want to rejoice at their death at the other side of it, we need to continue to position for an opportunity for these people to turn away from it in this life so that they don't have so we can have double agents coming out of the kingdom of darkness, and they could turn and expose these wicked works that are taking place because We do need powerful influencers to turn away from this and reveal to people the methods behind this madness.
2: Like you, that's exactly what you've done. That's exactly what you've been doing. So you fled your Illuminati rooted family, the bloodlines of the Illuminati Reynolds family, and uh, you saved your soul and you saved your daughter. You saved all your children. So we've got one such whistleblower and uh, it's you, Nathan. But here's the other name I wanted to name because- This guy helped steal the last election, Mark Zuckerberg. And um, that's not hyperbole. He literally helped steal the last election. And now our nation is falling apart at the seams because we have a puppet masquerading as a president who's literally destroying the very fabric of the republic on purpose. And Mark Zuckerberg is building a private apocalypse bunker in Hawaii. And let me just tell you this. Alex Jones has had people come up to him when he was in Hawaii and say, I know guys working on this. I'm working on this thing. We know where it is. We're going to go there as soon as the shit hits the fan and we're going to, well, do uh, not very nice things to Zuckerberg. People are fed up. But uh, here's the first paragraph. I wanted to read this to you. The rich can't buy their way out of death, but they can certainly postpone it for a while. Let me jump down. Yet it is not death itself that is the great equalizer. It is the fear of death. That is the thing that the highest piles of money cannot safeguard against. Now, let me show you guys this. Believe it or not, if you read these articles about Zuck's bunker, this is some of the stuff he is putting into place because he's so fearful of those Hawaiians and people coming to get him after they do to our society what I think they're planning to do. Listen to this.
0: Billionaires are prepping luxury doomsday bunkers with moats that set on fire. The newest trend for the uber-rich is building underground shelters complete with $50,000 trap doors, parking spaces for submarines, water cannons, and a moat that literally sets on fire in case of intruders. Here is a literal rendering of how it would work in case of an external attack. According to builders of these luxury bunkers, the buying frenzy began after Meta founder Mark Zuckerberg announced that he was constructing a $100 million bunker in Hawaii. It got really busy, and it seems like the phone hasn't stopped ringing. World War III seems to be coming, Ron Hubbard, CEO of Atlas Survival Shelters, told The Hollywood reporter. Rendering show a state. Of the art medical room, complete with an MRI machine and top of the line equipment. Of course, a state of the art escape tunnel is a must, and so are bulletproof trapdoors leading to secret passageways. With the pandemic top of mind, builders have also thought of decontamination rooms. If the bunker somehow fails in apocalypse, parking spaces for extraction devices like super yachts, helicopters, and submarines can also be thoughtfully implemented into the space.
2: So, after they destroy our nation and the world, they think they're going to get away with their crimes by hiding in their $100 million bunkers. And I assume that you have different thoughts about how that will actually play out, Nathan.
1: Well, I think just on one side of it, too, they're, they're late to the game in a lot of ways, because as soon as there is publicity about something like a bunker or a place where there's supposed to be a continuity of life... You've already lost your main edge of your tool. Like the United States, you want to talk about people that have been preparing for this cataclysm for a long time. The United States and the continuity of government projects that have been building deep underground military bases and the utilization of a lot of the tunnel system that was already here and stuff that they've expanded and built upon they've been doing this for a long time but they were never so brazen as to publicize it unknowingly you know like one of the places where my family operated and transferred us to to be able to get into the military niche there was in fort carson colorado right outside of cheyenne mountain military base and this is the place that used to be the center of norad and space command and where they dug out Cheyenne mountain complex, military complex. And I mean, you can see this from Colorado Springs, you know, it's not, it's not far from a a city of, you know, 900,000 people. And this thing was designed to withstand a nuclear strike directly. There's it's a city inside of a mountain that sits on top of shocks and springs. And even though it was publicized and well-known, as soon as it gets to a level where this stuff is known, you absolutely have people that are going to make it a target of opportunity. And it might be a hardened target, but the reality is there is no place on the earth you can truly hide but this is what's promised to us if we read the scriptures plainly and understand that we are given insights one of the most powerful tools that's that's available to us is what's written in this book that may be thousands of years old and yet it's still got prophetic words that are yet to be fulfilled and it tells us that the kings of the earth the powerful men the rulers and the tyrants that are conquerors of nations they're going to burrow their way into the hills into the mountains and the caves and they are going to literally do everything they can to hide from the wrath of the one that is coming they understand that they have done such evil that they've spilled so much innocent blood that there's retribution that's coming to them and that that's not just the hands on some mythological idea of some some creator. No, these are like the people that are going to hunt them out of the rocks and the cliffs and the caverns. Like it says in Jeremiah 16, six, Yahuwah sends out the hunters to root these people out of their places where they thought they were so secure that no one could get to them. But let me tell you, you absolutely are spot on when it comes to the reality is there's a lot of people who are looking for their day of vengeance. They're looking for an opportunity to stop what people have done And how they built their empires on the backs of so many innocents. And how they shattered and controlled people's lives. Like, Where is that that place? Where is that time that comes when they are held accountable for what they've done? The evil that they've done. How they've changed the world in such a fashion to, to formulate it. To look after the image of these other beings. Like, I've been inside these deep underground military bases. And you know what you find in there? You find a level of depravity Like outside of Alexandria, Virginia, these people have their estates. They have they have old wealth, a different kind of wealth than what Zuckerberg or these other families talk about. Like I come from families who had estates and they had tunnel systems and bunkers, but they were anonymous. They were never well known. And that was part of the real power that they had was that people looked at them as as neighbors, as people that they would never go and attack. But as soon as you rise to a level of preeminence and prominence where you're identifiable in a crowd, you've lost one of your first lines of defense. And every one of these people that's put themselves onto the chessboard and said basically they bowed down to the kingdom of compromise and they are willing to be one of the celebrity level you know influencers or rulers they have lost so much of their means of protecting themselves from that day of judgment that's inevitable and because of that they're positioning themselves they're really digging their own graves in so many ways
2: yeah that's very well said that's exactly what i've been thinking about in this case as it pertains to zuckerberg and by the way you know when i mentioned rothschild you really do have to, because I didn't in the uh, introduction really mention all the blood on his hands. My audience knows it, but normies have no idea. And the blood on the hands of that family, uh, the Bolshevik Revolution, World War I, World War II, the Vietnam War, 9-11, the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. Just the fiat printing press and the debasement of our currency alone is causing people misery. These people have blood on their hands, but guess what? So does Zuckerberg as the result of that stolen election which he provided some four or five hundred million dollars for specifically targeted to specific states and cities where they knew that they could steal and rig the vote. As the result of the stolen election, what do we have? A puppet president who's dropping bombs on Syria, Yemen, Iraq. We've got the genocide happening in Gaza and we've got illegals streaming over the border. One of these illegals just killed a 22 year old nursing student who was on a jog in Georgia. And nobody's doing a damn thing about it. And this administration is happy to let this continue. Nathan, these people are blood soaked. They have blood on their hands and they think they're going to hide in bunkers. You know, I got to tell you, at the end of the day, either they don't believe there is a God or they must be happy to go hang out with Lucifer when they die.
1: Well, I think this is why on one side of the equation you have. Of race for transhumanism the push from so many of these elites is to try to have this artificial extension of life you'll see them they're trying to avoid that inevitability and you know what they're willing to do whatever it takes to try to extend and and put that day of judgment off because on one side though you've got to remember like it says one of the characteristics of what happened to lucifer like when Halel ben shaharas he's like actually named it said that there was a fire that was put in his mind like part of the curse, uh, the consequence of becoming the rebel, of, of taking what should have been the intellect and the awesome splendor and the obedience that he had to the Most High, he instead chose to be rebellious against it, right? And, and pride, iniquity was found in his heart. And that's the fuel source, the battery bank for the kingdom of darkness. But he set, Yahuwah set a fire in his mind. And that that is the reality that what happens when people go and yoke themselves in this agreement, and they really do... Make agreements. They make contracts with these immortals. And because of that, they get bound up with them. Like my family's, the immortal that my family served was death, like an actual being, not some kind of ethereal thing, like an actual entity that they sat down in and they signed deals with to be in a union with. And because of that, though, when they when you participate in this exchange, like when these family members bind themselves to these entities, they also get part of that curse and they get blinded. They get blinded by pride. They get blinded by power, by an absolute power, because they have the ability to influence so many people around them that they become like gods on the earth. And that's one of those promises that the serpent offered in the garden was that he would make people like gods. And that very same promise is still the main effective tool that he utilizes in the hearts of so many people that are willing to do whatever it takes to rise on that pyramid of power and that dog-eat-dog kind of climb to the top but really the race to the bottom because some of them really do believe they're like i'd rather be a king in hell than a servant than a slave in heaven right they really they really embrace that ideology and they run it through to its max and this is ultimately what leads to this form of hedonism where the chasing of pleasure the chasing of pleasure as their god and because of that they they can't escape that 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 curse that's burning in their minds. That set, that literally makes them believe. They will have the ability to wage a war successfully against the King of Kings. They really are going to unite and try to build up a beast army to resist him fundamentally. And so, because of that, they become bound up in that union towards that. And you're seeing that consolidation of power. You're seeing, whether it's the United Nations and the World Health Organization, you're seeing the consolidation of global governance because it's a prerequisite. They cannot have an antichrist. They cannot have. the beast rise up and the false prophet they can't have any of these characters come to the fruition on the stage the world stage until they've eradicated those pesky self-reliant autonomous critical thinkers until they've expunged from people their willingness to resist they have to first make them a pariah to society. And you saw so much of the effectiveness of that back in 2019 through, through 2022. We saw how effective their strategies were that really engineered people to go along with it, to turn against their neighbors in what had been some of the more freer states in the freer areas of this country. We still saw how good the propaganda tool has become, how effective they are at mass marketing, and because of that, they've weaponized words against us, and they've taught us to become so dependent on these black mirrors and these phones for information that we don't read their books for for ourselves. So we're ignorant of their schemes, and fundamentally, that's the camouflage that our adversaries are relying upon in order to remain undetected as long as they can to avoid any type of violent retribution, to avoid anybody actually rising up and resisting them they are doing everything they can to stay just on the edge of of the shadows but over time that 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 camouflage is starting to peel away as people are beginning to think critically and ask great better questions and arm themselves with the information that we need in order to retaliate against their lies and their deception so that we can shine a bright light against this absolute cauldron of chaos
2: Mm -hmm. What I love about having these conversations is just the way you speak. It's almost poetic, but also I like to contrast what you're saying and apply it to what I'm seeing in the world, right? People are waking up to the nefarious, evil, satanic, luciferian plot against humanity. People like Steve Kirsch, who used to be a big Democrat donor, is now blowing the whistle saying the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine known as the mRNA experimental gene therapies is the most dangerous, deadly product ever introduced in the history of mankind, and it's falling on deaf ears by the mainstream media. So I want to show you two clips, Nathan. You mentioned transhumanism. This is obviously a part of it. I know you're up to speed on the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, but now they're injecting this graphene and the nanotech into our bodies. They've also put it in the food, the air, the water. So here's a piece, how the nanoparticles work once inside the body. Let me play this while I read it nanotech does not need any electricity to run as these nanoparticles are able to utilize the electrons which are located in our blood using the 5g antennas they are able to send the signals to these smart particles to move anywhere they want in the body now i don't know that that's accurate but i do know this stuff is in the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine now here's what i want to play for you because you mentioned transhumanism what on earth are these people up to well i think we're starting to figure it out and it is like Satan himself devised this plan.
1: This is an LED street light. Let's see what's inside.
2: Uh-oh. Apparently, this is an LED 5G street light. It's pretty neat. All right, I don't know if he's being facetious, uh ironic, hyperbolic. I don't think it's neat at all. It is the most dastardly damn thing. And do you know what they're telling the citizens of St. Paul and Minneapolis? People who call and say, "What's the deal with these Purple streetlights? Oh, they're saying that's a bulb defect. It's a defect with the light bulb, which is total one hundred percent BS, Nathan.
1: You know, there's a there's another guy. I'd love if you would. Um, I'm going to share my screen here with you. That just um, there's a that's just he did a fantastic job going through those signs of self assembly in the nanotechnology, and he he has an incredible series of articles that I think those of you that are really trying to get. A better understanding of what this is like this is from dispatches from reality and this is a guy named scipio eruditis who puts this out he's an absolutely brilliant brilliant um, commentator too who goes into a lot of these topics he came uh, from a world of this but he goes through a lot of, bl- of blood analysis from these graphene oxides and the nanocrystals that were within the hydrogels that contain the quantum dots and he shows under this this imaging how these things are truly self-assembling and coming together and you can see This is what's taking place inside the body of, inside these, and you can see here, this is the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. And they put these things under, um, into alcohol, and you're able to see how they're actually utilized when they put them under slide scopes. And these are truly self-assembling things. These, These aren't just some kind of passive thing. This is some of the most advanced technology they've ever put into any of these things, because this is ultimately designed to change and augment the inside of our bodies to make us more like the image bearers of the beast. But it's because, listen, they, they are using, these are some better shots that they go into with the, the quantum dots too, and you can see the graphene. And uh, they, they literally begin to structure themselves and assemble. And what happens though that that is really fascinating is these things when they're hit with different frequencies will change their assembly structures. And back even in the United States Army, I went through an experimental pro- program back in 2007 where they injected me with this black goo that was a programmable matter and this is why like listen bill clinton one of the worst things that he ever did in just destroying there's a lot of things we could go obviously all day on But one of the things that he hit upon too was was the removal of any type of protection for soldiers on experimental vaccines. That soldiers, prisoners, people, they could experiment on them without their consent, right? That you didn't have any say in the matter. So they could put all kinds of components in these things. And this is fundamentally where so much of the human experimentation happens before it comes to the mainstream public, is it already happened in prisoners and soldiers. And you know what? That that self-organizing technology, yes, it changed my biometabolism. It gave me the ability to, to not need as much sleep, to not eat as much food, to be able to to do and physically perform in ways that I had never been able to before. However, years later, it caused me so many problems, specifically with my kidney and my liver. It caused me all these detrimental effects that led me down this road of literally trying to figure out what the heck was wrong with me because I knew everybody that was on my teams in these assignments that went through the VA system, they ended up dead or suicided. And I began to see that the system was designed to eradicate them and not give them healing. And it drove me begin to try to study for myself How can I detoxify myself from these things? How can I find healing and restoration so I can get my intellect back so I can get my mind back? And fundamentally, this is what we're in right now is we have a lot of people who are like a weapon system that's walking around that is just certain frequencies away from dropping into oblivion and becoming irreparably damaged. And this is why like the book, The Invisible Rainbow came into my life at such a critical phase because I had a friend who does cell phone tower repairs. He is very awake individual to so many of these different things in his life. And he had for years, 15 years up into that point, been working on cell phone towers. And then he had friends in his company that were installing 5G antenna arrays inside Seattle. And he started seeing these breakouts of these different diseases, like he talks about in this book, which are tied to electromagnetic fields that are manipulating the body system. Specifically in the area of what he goes into in this book is something called porphyrin's, porfer- Forefronts are like the building blocks for hemi, right? Which is where we get hemoglobin and myoglobin. Like it's the prerequisites. Well, they really operate in our body like almost a piezoelectric crystal. And so anytime they are exposed to an electromagnetic field, especially an artificially created one, well, we can have this problem where oxygen is not utilized in the body properly, and as soon as you slow down the body's ability to absorb and utilize oxygen with things like metabolism or cellular respiration, you diminish the ability for for food that we take into our body to get broken down into its constituents. You know, whether it's proteins, fats, or sugars, and in this this process that's called the Krebs cycle, the electron transport chain, where they they take oxygen in with the food and they're be able to break it apart. Well, when you have an electromagnetic field that's present during the time of that, it disrupts that cycle. And so when you have that problem, this is what leads, literally causes things to slow down. And this is why fats are not able to be utilized or burned up properly. So instead, they're they're planted onto our, our arteries and our veins and the, the linings of our of our body, and this is what leads to heart disease. It also can cause problems with sugar metabolization that leads to things like diabetes. And because there's a lack of oxygen in the environment, it also causes cancer. Cancer doesn't exist where there's proper oxygenation. That's why they use PET scans, where they give people radioactive doses of glucose, because cancer cells demand they will eat up the sugar faster than anybody else, any other cells in the body. And so you can see tumor cells in the body using a PET scan because they, they use it up the fastest because they're turning it into a lactic acid well these are things that happen when you've got these artificial electromagnetic fields that are present and every time throughout the history in the last spe- specifically since like the 1880s since the electromagnetic fields that have been manipulated whether that was telegraph wires radio frequencies very ultra low frequency radar stations all this kind of stuff every time they brought out a new technology And they began to utilize it on a large scale. We had outbreaks of diseases, new diseases, things that had not really been seen, like diabetes began to take place in places. As soon as they brought in electrification into the Navajo reservations, the Indian reservations, we had this absolute runaway of heart disease and diabetes starting to take over. And you can track this all over the world. And he does a fantastic job. I highly recommend this book. I've got a series on my rumble as well as going through this on the electric uh, invisible rainbow. Because you can see every time they brought this in, new diseases would show up. And so right now, what we're seeing, especially like in 2018, 2019, as this rollout of 5G began to come out, wouldn't you know it, we have respiratory diseases, problems with people being able to breathe. And in the early reports of covid when they first began to release 5G and it's certain frequencies, if it pulse, people were dying of asphyxiation and that's because the body was not able to use oxygen. It's like taking a person at sea level and dropping them at 20,000 foot, the top of a 20,000 foot mountain and they're dying of asphyxiation because the, the cells are not able to use the oxygen that you're giving it. But these are the weapons of that warfare and when you're putting these antenna arrays inside people you're further enhancing this mixture between iron and clay so that as you pulse these things people are literally picking up bluetooth antenna when you take people that have had these vaccines you're able to find bluetooth antennas being broadcasted off of them this is because they really are self-assembling antenna arrays that are designed to be in an environment where there is wi-fi where there is cell phone radiation where there is electromagnetic fields but when you take them out of that long enough They can't pick it up anymore. And so really they are turning people into these machines. This is, this is truly the mixing that we've been warned about from the beginning that we, the enemy is going to come in to deceive the nations and literally the son of man has to return. Otherwise there's not going to be any flesh left.
2: Yep. Yep. This is exactly where I wanted to go. And here's my question for you. Nobody better to answer it than you. If we don't stop these people and bring them to justice, are we not forcing God's hand? Because think about the sanctity of human blood. We are created in God's image. Think of the blood of Jesus Christ in the spear of destiny known as the Holy Lance. Okay? He was hanging on a cross and they stabbed him in his ribs and he bled. The sanctity of human blood. These people are violating God's creation. They are corrupting God's creation. And it reminds me of Genesis 6, 12. God saw how corrupt the earth had become for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. Well, what if we now live in a system where the most evil, most diabolical people are carrying out this plot to corrupt humanity, to bring in transhumanism. And while they're doing it, they're, by the way, killing uh, millions of people. So they're doing a great job with their democide, genocidal depopulation plans. But if we don't bring these people to justice and put an end to this, do we not force God's hand? He's going to have to cleanse the earth again.
1: Well, because at the end of the day, what what's happening is the the beast is setting himself up in the temple of God. You know, people are waiting for a third temple to be rebuilt and some guy to stand there and slaughter a pig. It's like it's not going to be Antiochus Epiphanes again. You can go read the Maccabees of how the enemy did that strategy last time. He's not going to use the same strategy again. The, the temple that that he is coming to set himself inside of is mankind. That is ultimately the agenda that has to be driven towards. I have never suffered more censorship in my life than when I hit on this issue. Fundamentally, this is the area that they are absolutely driving to silence the voices of resistance against. And it tells me this is without question the most imperative function for their beast system to be effective at destroying the lives of mankind because they have to, with with deceit, deceive all the world meaning people are not going to know that they're lining up to abominate themselves and irreparably alter themselves so that they're no longer they're they're changing their DNA so that their children are forever not genetically engineered naturally. Like this is these are things called epigenetics. These have massive consequences that are unknown now, but are going to long term change the effect of it. And you know what? The truth is, yes, on one side, we are watching prophecy play out before our eyes. And if if the father does not empower us to be able to cast off these tyrants, we are going to witness an unstoppable inevitability it really is it says they come and mingle themselves like in the book of daniel it says they come and mingle themselves with men again this is the immortals are going to come down and they are going to wage this war to eradicate from us the ability to be image bearers of of our creator and as soon as they have expunged that truly this is why those that take that mark are thrown alive into the lake of fire that was created for for lucifer for the dragon and his immortals, the rebellious immortals, because they came down in the days of Jared. They came down before the flood in the time of Lamech, and you know what? They augmented mankind. They, they they changed their very nature, but they didn't just do it with man. They did it with with animals. They did it with reptiles and insects. They did it with creation itself to where it says, like you said, the whole world, was changed. And you know what? I can sit here and I can read this book, which is not, there's nothing about this book that's written from a religious perspective. And yet I can see the changes that are happening from the bacteria that they're genetically engineering so that it'll produce alcohol, right? This is just one little tiny little microcosm of how bad the genetic engineering is beginning to get to where they're genetically engineering a specific bacteria so that it produces alcohol as its waste product. And they're trying to market this to farmers as, hey, you can create your own biofuels. You can take all of that scrap out of your cornfields at the end of it. You can put it in a tank and you can put this bacteria in there. And you know what you'll get is alcohol you can run your tractors out of. And then you can take this compost and put it back out on your fields. And you have this wonderful green solution. And at the end of the day, when you put a bacteria, genetically engineered bacteria, back into the soil that produces alcohol, it kills all plant life. No plant survives that. And you have bacteria that exchange genetic information. That's what they do. Like when you eat a genetically engineered food product, the back the, the the things that are genetically engineered inside there exchange information with the bacteria in your gut that's what bacteria do they're permanently augmenting the back the biome of your gut and this is why you can't think and this is why you're brain dead all the time and you're feeling exhausted and worn out and unable to to make clear decisions in your life it's because this these things are altering the very nature of what allows you to absorb food and nutrients in your body but you know what with when we need to arm ourselves with information when we equip ourselves with understanding, the father can give us wisdom so that we can contend against these adversaries. You know what? Because he's right. If those days aren't shortened, no flesh is going to be left. But you know what? We still have an opportunity to make decisions, to keep our families far from these things so that we can preserve our children. Like that's why my family and I spent years living outside of society. We traveled around in an RV trying to avoid these torturers from coming and getting their hands upon my children. And you know what because we did that though, my family has not been augmented in this way. We've learned what it takes to grow our own food, to learn the power of what preparedness really is, which is a permanent changing of our of the environment that we live in so we can cultivate life. So we can cultivate fruitfulness like we were commanded to do so we can learn the skills that our ancestors once possessed before we did have people that were funded by the Rothschilds like the Rockefellers to be able to come in and destroy us through education systems and eradicate from us the ability to think for ourselves, to read for ourselves, to equip ourselves with what we needed so we could be prepared to endure without the system that we have become so beholden to.
2: Okay, well, final question for you so when we think of the scope of this conspiracy against mankind and that's what it is okay it's not only elite families it's corporations conspiring to put these products in the food in the water in the bioweapons that they call vaccines i just want to remind people that these demon creatures hate you and they really hate your children again this is just one of the artists that the podesta brothers collects the art of And I just want to drive the point home for folks, and I'll give you the final word on how satanic and luciferian these people are to carry out such a plot against humanity, because it's one thing to come after adults, okay? But not even the mafia targets your children. The mafia respects families. They don't target each other's families and children. And in California now, we hear that they are going to be vaccinating children without parental consent. And at Harvard, let that sink in. Okay. There's no more dispute. There's no more disputing the fact that these products are bioweapons. The mRNA experimental COVID-19 vaccine is not a vaccine. It's a gene therapy at best. And at worst, it is a bioweapon. And Harvard seems not to be able to figure that out. Nathan, give me a break. And now they're mandating the COVID bioweapon for their students to attend Harvard, along with 69 other colleges and universities. Can you please explain to me how that's even possible when the whole world knows what's going on here? At least those of us who have two brain cells to rub together. What you're
1: seeing is the preparation for the man of perdition, you know, fundamentally they're, they're, they are in training generations of people to comply. They are, they are literally creating in people a willingness to comply so that they can go along to get along. You know that they are willing to take from people the sovereignty that they have had and they have held for so long as dear and to control it and to take it away from them, to take their children and literally extinguish in them their ability to be authentic people anymore. They're permanently augmenting these people. And you know what, they're gonna be held accountable for this without question. But this is this is fruit of the rotten tree. This is truly the evidence that these people are masquerading as sheep on the surface. And so many people are willing to bow down to them because they've trained us, they've classically engineered us to comply with experts that we would do what experts said and we'd be beholden to the capitalists to I'm sorry to the the controllers of the corporations because these are the merchants of the earth you know it says it in the scriptures these merchants that grow rich off the whore of babylon these are the corporations, and we're literally – people are, are bowing down to them because they are like the gods of old. They have, a, they have built themselves up like the telecom communications companies, whether it's Apple you want to deal with or if it's Alphabet or these other agencies. They have become and made themselves to be like the gods of old, and because of that, they're able to engineer people's demand for the devices of the devil. Fundamentally, this is what we were warned about. Like it's these devices of the devil that are fundamentally drawing people into this snare. But you know what? They wouldn't comply with this stuff willingly if they were armed with true information, with accurate information. And that's why it is an information war. The more you're able to educate your family members, your friends, the people that are in your sphere of influence, the greater your chances of creating allies, of creating a force that can stand up against this. This is the special forces of the father's army. What we're looking at is the raising up of the remnant that's going to be the leftovers. It's going to be few battling against many. And you know what? That's because it's been promised. There's a broad way that is going to lead to destruction. And there is a narrow path that leads to life. And it's full of affliction. And few are they that find it. And you know what? Many of us are starting to awaken to the hard reality that there really are fewer and fewer people than we had ever hoped. We are watching pastors telling their congregations, lying to them, manipulating them, coercing them and controlling them so that they would go and bow down to this system, that they would go and compromise and give up their convictions and go ahead and inject themselves with gen- with permanent alteration to abominate themselves. And you know what? This is the greatest tragedies ever. And that's why fundamentally judgment's going to start in the house of Yahuwah. It's going to start in so many of our our churches in the places where people went along with the agenda they closed their doors and they left their their congregants as sheep ready to be ravaged by the wolves and unfortunately so many people were fell victims to that but you know what every one of us has an opportunity to make absolute decisive changes to get our family out of that. Like we, we learned what it was like to be sojourners like sojourners, this term you hear about in history. Like my wife and I were sojourners. We didn't know where we were going to go, who we were going to, where we were going to stay, where we were going to get our food. But you know what we found along the way, this underground army of people that had left the system. They, they got out of Babylon and they found autonomy. They found freedom to raise them, their families to raise themselves outside of that system of control, and they were Burgeoning with life and that's ultimately the underground railroad that we are going to see rise into a new culmination And that's why those of you that are professionals leaders business leaders We have an opportunity to network and to build together a a gray economy an economy that's truly outside of that system And so that we are not beholden to having to plug in because they can turn that system off and against us Overnight and you know what we need to build and cultivate those relationships now while we have the Communicate so that we're not taken captive and led into these snares any longer.
2: Yeah. No, I agree. I think that uh, we're coming to a fork in the road. If we haven't already gotten to the fork in the road, and many of us are on the right path, a lot of folks aren't. But when the SHTF happens, you know, and it hits the fan, we need to have the majority of the population educated enough to say no more. And we're hearing it in places like Florida and even from Trump who said, no way, he will never allow a central bank digital currency to come into fruition. And that's just another step, by the way, of their dastardly plan to ensnare humanity on their plantation for the rest of human history is a central bank track and trace digital currency. And so we need to resist. We need not to comply. And we really need to bring these demon creatures to justice for what they've done with the bioweapon for what they've done with 5g and for what they're about to do with the bioweapon combined with 5g either we bring these people to justice and we put an end to this or we're really forcing god's hand in my opinion and uh maybe biblically speaking that's exactly what ought to happen humanity rising let's bring these people to justice nathan i always love talking with you you're a great guy i hope your family's well and uh Here's your website for everybody who wants to get a copy of that great book, snatchedfromtheflames.com. Here's the book. You can get a signed copy too, by the way, guys. Do you have books back in stock, Nathan?
1: I do. Yes, they can get books there as well. We've got an ebook available and an audio book as well of that. I also have an available download of the audio scriptures. I did an entire recording of audio scriptures as well. Um, you guys can also find me at Rumble at Nathan Reynolds as well. There's a There's a way I can keep my uncensored content up.
2: Very good. All right. Our guest has been Nathan Reynolds. Nathan, I always appreciate having you on. Thank you so much. God bless. Good night. Bye-bye. All right, friends, thanks so much. If you're still with us, well, spread this one far and wide within your sphere of influence and wake up the normies, would you please? The hour's late. And I'll remind you every single day for free. Check us out for free to get the antidote to corporate propaganda and all of those mockingbird mainstream media Rothschild AP Reuters lies. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. we are
1: spoiled but we're not spoiled in a good way i mean we don't even know how bad it is here in america so you're right this goes down we have a lot of problems on our hands it turns to chaos very quickly and don't you find it interesting i mean so joe rogan saying that and then what was it about a month ago roughly that uh, i think it was dennis quaid went on uh, tucker carlson's show mm-hmm. and talked about this exact thing why why are they talking about it